Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It's Time Y'all podcast with your host, me, Christine. Alrighty. Things I'm thankful for. Okay. I must say, being thankful can almost feel childish. I feel mediocre doing this episode, <laughs> but with so much happening, I don't know what's going on in your life. For the most part, you don't really know what's going on in mine either. But I can quite confidently say that there's probably some stuff going on. And you know what's wild? Sometimes when nothing's going on, it feels like so much is going on still. So anyways, you know what? I'm going to stop and smell the roses. That saying isn't the most me. It really, really isn't. But hey, let's chat and talk about things that I'm thankful for. A fun upload, a fun episode for a change. And also, I live in Canada and it's Thanksgiving today. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, I had to. I had to make this episode. The first one is a little deep. As I did mention seconds ago, I wanted this to be a fun, light episode. This one isn't so fun and light, but it's a positive thing. So you know what? Let's just let it be. A personality trait of mine. I'm thankful that if I want to do something, I really put my mind to it. I was going to say if I do something, I do it, but not everything is guaranteed. So I really put my mind to it. Examples being, if uh, you've been keeping up with the past episodes, I did a whole collection of high school themed episodes in September, especially. You would know that I worked freaking hard when I was in physical high school especially for my first year, because I wanted to, so I did. When I wanted to get a job, I did, deciding to withdraw from high school. Then recently, this past July, I wanted to go back, so I did. I like how I'm able to sit with myself and to know what I want, and when I do know what I want, I really have the passion to pursue it. I do it. And although it does take time to really figure out what you want, for me, it's not, it's not easy to do it. It's not easy to find what you really want. And you might be like, Christine, how do I figure out what I want? That's a whole different topic that honestly, I'm not in the mood to talk about right now. I'm, talk I'm here to talk about fun things that I'm thankful for. So for me, I really do. I really am thankful for that quality of mine. And you know what? This trait does come with an extreme downside. It's honestly pretty extreme. When I don't want to do something, I really don't do it. But you know what? We're not focused on that one. We're not focused on that. I'm thankful that when I do want something, I really put my mind to it. The next one, sleep. Oh my goodness. I don't think you realize my appreciation for sleep. When you wake up feeling well rested, that is a dream. It feels like a dream. I would have never guessed that my older self would be this ecstatic about sleep. I love sleep, but I'm also, I also love early mornings, but I also love late nights. Like it really is not a good collection of qualities of mine, but hey, I love sleep and I'm so thankful for sleep. Naps, I love naps. <laughs> I love resting so much and I don't even need to blabber on about this one. I think y'all can y'all get the memo. The next one is parents that listen. I grew up in an Asian household and I wouldn't say a strict Asian household. I'm very thankful that I did not have the strictest or very intense parents. They did know what they wanted for my life and they did want the best for me as a lot of parents do for their children. But I'm thankful that I have parents that listen. In general, a lot of parents don't have that quality, can't just sit down with their child and listen. But 
especially I must say with Asian families, it can be hard to even first off communicate because a lot of the time parents don't really speak English or their English isn't very good. A lot of the time, this concept of open communication and almost creating a friendship with your parents isn't really a thing in Asian households. I think it's gotten better, but in general, I would say that a lot of my fellow Asian friends feel like a wall with their relationship with their parents. I am so thankful that my parents are able to A, speak English, like, Dude, I know that, you know, when parents, when immigrant parents come to a first world country, come to an English speaking country, it is almost a necessity that they speak English. But guess what? Not a lot of them speak English or not a lot of them feel confident speaking English. That's the other thing. They may know the language, but they just feel this timidness. But I'm so thankful that I can speak to them. They can speak to me and I'm able to talk about the tough things in life. And they can listen and I'm able to share my passions and things going on in my life. And maybe or a lot of the times they don't understand it, but at least they listen. They freaking listen and they try to understand sometimes, you know, they accept it. Thankfully, I could actually be brought to tears thinking about how thankful I am for the pa- Oh my gosh, I'm actually tearing up. What the fork? <laughs> Uh, fork shout out to tk taylor king if you listen to her podcast or watch her youtube videos anyways i'm so thankful for the parents that i have yeah i'm gonna end it off there because i think i might start crying (laughs) this one's a lot more fun more of the point of this episode i love the color orange and not just orange or honestly no i love that bright obnoxious orange as well but especially that burnt rusty fall orange wow I think if I was a color, that would be me. What's funny enough is I would always say growing up that my favorite color is purple. And I think to this day, it still is purple. But I would always also say it's also yellow, it's also green, and it's also orange because I think orange is so underrated. Like, I don't think I've ever met a human being where I ask them, hey, what's your favorite color? To be fair, I haven't asked that in in quite a while. But when I ask the question that they answer me back with orange, it's just not very common. And I think orange is so underrated and I just... I must say, I'm very thankful for the color orange and I love it. The next one, vegan yogurt. Vegan yogurt. I am not vegan, but I am dairy-free for the most part. I try my best and I also don't eat meat, but I do still eat fish. I know I'm complicated. I'm weird. We're moving on. In my opinion, vegan yogurt actually tastes like regular yogurt. It is probably the one vegan item that I would say the vegan technicians of the world that have made all this vegan food They've nailed it. Vegan yogurt is pretty freaking fantastic. It is so good. And it's not, not all of them are pumped with sugars. Even the ones that are, you know, fairly low in sugar, because that's the one thing about yogurt, fun fact. It's quite high in sugar for what it is. And I'm telling you, a lot of the vegan yogurts are quite low in sugar and they taste bomb. They taste so good. The creaminess is good. Textures hitting, flavors hitting. It's great. It is so great. And I, mu- and I will say, I think vegan yogurt is better than vegan ice cream. Vegan ice cream, it really does depend on where you get it, how much it costs. It's still not perfected in my opinion. Whether that's grocery store, vegan yogurts in the pint, or vegan yogurt at a ice creamery or a ice cream shop. Vegan yogurt tastes so much better to me. It's so much more fulfilling to me. And I'm really thankful for it because, you know... Vegan anything is a hit or miss. And fun fact, when I decided to quit dairy, when I decided, hey, dairy is not a part of my diet anymore, I was struggling with a lot of acne and I heard 
for a lot of people that cutting out dairy really, really helped them. And guess what? It really, really helped me. So I'm thankful for vegan yogurt because it doesn't make me break out. <laughs> the next thing I'm thankful for, I'm really, really, really thankful for civil drivers, respectful drivers on the road. I know, I know, I know. No one is perfect. But a lot of the time, respectful drivers, civil drivers, to me at least, they have a bit more patience. And what I mean by a bit, I'm talking one to ten seconds of extra patience. Seconds. Seconds. I know I'm sounding sarcastic on this one, but I mean this with all my heart. For example, gates. Whenever you enter buildings a lot of the time, or at least where I live, majority of buildings have gates to enter the parking lot. Once you go through the gate, a lot of buildings have signs that say, stop and wait for the gate to close behind you or something, something like that. Basically, one by freaking one. Yeah, I know, you can feel my passion, I bet. It's a simple task, but it is one of my biggest pet peeves when people are entering and a car, or say you are, you are entering, okay? You are entering and a car is right behind you and they decide that waiting doesn't apply to them. They just follow you. Like they're right up your behind. And if you stop, first of all, then the gate's gonna close on their car. And you know, I don't want that to happen to anyone. So I don't really have a choice. So I pull a little forward and then I still decide to wait for the gate to close, but then they get all rowdy and then maybe even start honking at you. It's a clear sign, simple instructions. But I'm telling you, people have honked at me because I'm literally doing what I'm supposed to do. Such a pet peeve of mine. And so that makes me undeniably thankful, overwhelmingly thankful for drivers that just get it. That just get it. And this was just one example. Even on the road, like sometimes you just, sometimes I think I care about other people's lives more than they care about their own lives based on the actions that they choose to do. And like I said, no driver is perfect. No human being is perfect. And I've definitely made my here and there situations where maybe I go a little too fast or maybe I, whatever. Okay, I get it. But the little things where it just takes a little bit of patience, a little bit of patience, what can I say? No one's perfect, but for the people that are just, very respectful drivers that just get it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Speaking of driving, my driver's license. I love that thing. I love that thing. If you didn't know, I grew up, my family and I grew up without a car. I live in a city and so public transportation is very accessible. I had a lot of things within walking distance or a quick bus ride, whatever, whatever. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't until I got my driver's license that we finally got a car and I've had this car, oh my goodness. Its birthday was on September 6th, so it's two years old, just over two years old at this point, and I'm so thankful for it. I don't think, no, I do believe, I do believe that I will always have a different viewpoint on my car because I grew up for 18 years without a car. For example, even the simple act of going to the grocery store. Every time I go, it is, or you know what? I, I remember the first time me and my family went to the grocery store having the car and it was, it felt unreal. It almost felt like a dream to be able to buy, to put it in the car, drive home within minutes, be home, 
carry this stuff up. And that was that. It felt like a dream. And I know when I'm explaining this, a lot of y'all are going to be like, that's literally everyday life since I was born. And you know what? That's fine. Like, I'm not bitter about it. It is just such an unreal feeling. Because prior to that moment, it was, okay, go to the grocery store, whether by bus. Or a lot of the time when I was younger, we would just walk to the grocery store and then walk back home with our groceries. That is my foundation. That's my bare bones. And even those simple tasks, man. A lot of the time, whenever I do something, I sit there and I think to myself, if I had to go by bus, if I had to do this through public transportation, how much longer would this take? How much longer would this take? It's, I don't know. I always think that way. And I'm just so thankful for my driver's license. I'm so thankful that I have access to a vehicle. And this past summer, my family and I went on our first road trip. We went on a second one weeks later. But truly, a car and your license is such a blessing and such a privilege. privilege and I'm so, so thankful for it. People that I don't have to filter myself around, that don't judge me, where I feel so unbelievably comfortable, where I can just speak and speak and speak. And, you know, sometimes you say things that if you said it to a generalized group of people or if you said it to someone that doesn't understand your specific situation, it could come off the wrong way or you could get judged for it. And the people in my life where I can just freely speak and they just know what I'm talking about. They know that, for example, I'm not trying to be ungrateful or I'm not trying to be mean, or I'm not trying to judge someone else, whatever it, whatever it is, I'm so thankful for those people. It feels so refreshing after I talk to them, after I'm able to just speak and to not feel like I need to explain every single sentence that I say because they just get it. They just get it. Thank you to those people. I put this one down because I genuinely am so very thankful for it, but... For me to really deep dive into this, I literally might start crying. My life, how things have played out. This is extremely vast and covers years because it's my life. But I guess the best way to explain this one now in a concise way is for so many years, all I wanted was to be at a state of happy with my life. Not the feeling, I didn't wanna feel happy all the time, but I wanted to feel happy in relation to my life. For so many years, I had friction or I was frustrated at my life. I was scared of my life. I was fearful. I was confused. I wanted things to be a different way. I, was, I wasn't content. And I can say now that after years of really working on it and really pri prioritizing it, I'm thankful and I'm happy with the life that I'm able to live. Nothing's perfect. I don't have the dream life or the dream job or the dream wardrobe or the dream really anything, honestly. But I am so thankful that I am where I am today. And yes, it took a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of emotion and a lot of downtime. But within all that, I was able to really focus and figure out what are the things that truly affect my quality of life and what are the things I truly don't care about. There's no point in life where all of a sudden life gets good. When something has a high, another thing has a low, and then that thing has a low, and then the other thing gets lower, and then the other thing gets higher, whatever. Life's always going to be like that. But your actual relationship with your own life, I wanted to find happiness within that. And I did, and I'm so thankful for it. Last but not least, I'm so thankful for y'all. Listen, 
This isn't the most poppin' podcast in the world, but regardless, thank you for giving me your time. Your time is so freaking precious. I can't, that's another thing that I feel so very passionate about. Your time is so precious and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it when you decide to give your time to listen to this podcast. To you, it might it might just seem like, yeah, I'm just listening to another podcast. But to me, you're listening to my podcast and I, oh, once again, I'm so thankful for it. It's okay to go through tough times, but there's always something to say thank you for always without forcing it or compromising how you feel being happy with your life being thankful for your life doesn't come with neglecting ignoring how you feel to feel thankful and to feel grateful for things you need to face how you truly do feel and once you do that be able to then appreciate the things that are in your life Gratitude can feel like a mask. A lot of, a lot of the time, you know, be grateful, be thankful, blah, 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 blah. It almost sounds just like a throwaway thing so people feel that you're grateful. It can feel like a mask. When things are really down in the dumps, to me, gratitude is an anchor. You are not being fake by being grateful. There are two sides to this. There's the side where people just kind of say, I'm, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that, as a mask, like I said, and they're not addressing how they truly feel about things. They just force themselves to be grateful. And on second hand, a lot of the time, the people that do say, you know, I'm grateful, I'm thankful, to other people, it may come off as overwhelming. It may come off as you not being real or you being fake. To me, gratitude is an anchor. That no matter what is going on, no matter what is happening, I can look at gratitude. I can look at the things around me or in my life or about myself and say thank you. Gratitude should not be a mask. It should not block you from feeling how you truly feel and from seeing your life as it truly is. Amongst how you truly feel, amongst what life is looking like right now, let gratitude be an anchor for whatever it is you're going through. It is now update time, everyone. And the first thing I want to touch on is a couple episodes. I was kind of wiggling around and struggling on how I was actually feeling. What I remember is explaining it as feeling mentally a different age than I am physically, than I am emotionally, if that makes sense. I was talking about friendship. I was overall just talking about, I don't even know. I think I said I was, I felt, I think I said emotionally, I felt 65 physically I felt 12 and mentally I felt and mentally I felt 18 but also actually being 20 years old and this update is almost it feels like an update to that update and me kind of just not finalizing <laughs> that's weird but almost pinpointing how I actually actually feel and felt in that update because I kind of still feel that way now, but in a different way. I feel like I'm in a different stage of that feeling. Anyways, point being is, all of a sudden, this song made everything make sense. This song made everything that I was feeling. It reached everything that I was feeling. Wow. I don't know if this song just came up on Spotify. I don't know if I saw it on Spotify and I clicked it. I don't remember if I remembered the song and I decided to play it, I don't know how this song all of a sudden erupted back into my life. But the point being is, it has really just, mm, it has helped me so much. Older Than I Am by Len and Stella. Oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness, I'm gonna go through some of the lyrics with y'all because it's honestly the only, it's the best way that I can explain how I, I have been feeling and how I kind of feel right now. And I say that because I think back then I was in almost like the sad stage of this emotion of how I was feeling. And now I'm in the more hopeful stage and in a place where I feel like, okay, I know this about myself. What can I do and what can I change to improve this aspect of myself? if that makes sense. Anyways, I'm gonna go right off the bat with the chorus. Sometimes I wish I could do something stupid. Like, bro, <laughs> that alone, that sentence alone explained exactly how I was feeling. I was talking, I think I was talking about how I feel so okay, or I talked about how I never went through a party phase, never went through a rebellious phase, never went through any of that, of that. And at the same time, I think right now in my life, I'm just craving real, genuine, wild fun with people that I really, really just enjoy being around. And so I, that's just where this, sometimes I wish I could do something stupid. I think I feel this level of responsibility and that I, that yeah, sure, maybe, yeah, okay. I put it on myself, but I just can't let go of that level of responsibility. And so it's just like, sometimes I wish I could just do something stupid. Be kind of reckless while I can say, I don't give a damn but I'm older than I am. Like, frick, woo! Oh my goodness, but I'm older than I am. That's the, like, I don't want this to sound like a flex. I don't want this to sound like, oh my gosh, I'm so mature. No, every, every situation has a downside and an upside, okay? I'm not trying to say that this is the best way to be because like low-key, it's almost not. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like, I, I think about like, oh my goodness, what if I just got drunk, like flat on my face, wasted? And the fact of the matter is I don't drink and that is by choice. Like say tomorrow, I'm like, oh, I wanna drink. Then that's my choice of me saying I wanna drink. And I think that's so okay to just change your mind. <laughs> it's okay. And so I'm like, what, what if I just did that? I just wish I could do something stupid, but I'm older than I am. Like, I just can't let myself do that. It's. A, like a bad example because I don't drink in the first place, but like say something like dumb and rebellious and like that. I'm saying like way too much because I can't pinpoint the words that I need to say. So I'm just gonna, so I'm just gonna simmer down a little bit. But wow, continuing with the chorus, I could get hurt and get some scars to prove it. That's another thing. I think a lot of the things that I've learned have just come internally or come in ways that aren't very easy to detect visually. It's not that I went into a relationship, got my heart broken, rebounded on someone who wasn't worth it. Like it wasn't all of that. And I think a lot of the things that I know, it's like, sure, I could get some scars to prove, to prove that I've like done those things or like to prove that I am older than I am. But once again, it's like, I am older than, my, than I am. And I don't feel the need to prove to other people, I don't, my progress. I don't feel the need to have my progress be visual. Touching on some of the, the verses, you know what, all this whole song, I'm just gonna stop saying wow, just know that this entire song is wow. I do all, I do all my own healing, manage all of my feelings. I don't ask for help, no, cause I don't need it, cause I don't need it. The amount of times, okay, the last part, I'm kind of like, okay, that's a little intense. I think we all need to ask for help. And I think people that struggle or have struggled in the past, asking for help, realize how important now it is to ask for help. The 
I do all my healing, manage all my feelings. Like, dude, I don't think I've I've felt that feeling actually since I was probably five years old. It's the weirdest thing ever. There needs to be more songs like these. And I understand it's not the most relatable topic in the world. But bro, this relates to me so, so much. Okay, um... Why am I why am I always the one making decisions? How do I handle the pressure? I do my best to fake it, but honestly, I hate it. I don't hate it, but once again, it's just sometimes I wish I didn't have to deal with making decisions. <laughs> like sometimes you're like, "Why? Like why me? I do all my fighting. I'm who I confide in. Maybe I need help." No. I won't deny it. I won't deny it, which is like basically what I was saying earlier. You kind of learn to ask for help, but bro, I do my own fighting. I'm who I confide in. Like, truly, I think I am who I am, who I confide in. But at the same time, I, I'm not out here saying, like, I'm self-sustaining because I can think of, like, two people that aren't my family, which I confide in. Whenever I confide in them, it just feels so easy to. And it's great. And I'm so very thankful for them. And they truly have played such a major role in my life. Just an honorable me- honorable mention to them because I think that's very important um yeah that's basically the whole song I basically went through the entire song with y'all and that's how you know that this song really means quite something to me anyways I also want to touch on friendship and that side of how I was feeling in that other episode I was watching a Dustin Vung video and recently in his life he moved to LA and he's kind of going through the motions of making new friends and all that newness newness um Making friends is hard, but it isn't. But it like really, really, really is. If you aren't in like college or university between the ages of 18 to 21, making friends is quite difficult. I say it is, but it isn't because it's like, okay, as long as you put the effort in, you're almost guaranteed that you'll, <laughs> like almost guaranteed that you'll make friends. Um, speak, like if you are in college or university, especially, or in like a very... We're in a very condensed environment where there's just a lot of people there. I think if you are in any of those environments, you kind of just have to put in the effort, maybe take like a few, like a dance class or start a hobby or like do things where you know other people will have the same interests as you. That kind of thing is just a little bit more effort. So I'm saying it's easy, but it's not easy because that's just the the surface of it all. You also have to deal with like actually making sure that like you get along with these people and you're not just forcing a friendship just because you're lonely. Anyways, the point being is I've noticed I go through seasons where I'm wanting to hang out with people and I just hang out with people, if that makes sense. I hang out with anyone just to get some interaction. I'm just like, yeah, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. I just am very free and I'm like, okay, let's hang out. And I think I felt that way during this past summer. And then other times I'm like, I only want to hang out with people when I want to that will enrich me, that will put a battery in my back. Oh my goodness, that statement. I think I listened to that or I heard it in like a Denzel Dion YouTube video. Yes, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, And he was talking about friendships or whatever. And he was like, they should be putting a battery in your back. And I was like, yeah, my friends should be putting a battery in my back. It's actually so, so true. I just want to be in environments that make me feel that way. And I almost get kind of picky with like how I spend my time and I think it is totally fine to switch between both like I said I kind of go through seasons of each making friends is hard y'all especially when you're just kind of a lone duck you're just trying to find another group of ducks that you can mesh with it's just like bro (laughs) but it's not impossible this is not an impossible task at first I thought it was concerning the fact that I was like all of a sudden I just hung out with anyone and all But now I'm kind of like, okay, like, will this enrich me, blah, 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 blah. But I got over that. I realized that it was just the feeling of that societal 
social pressure of like, oh, I'm 20, I need to be out there socializing, getting wasted, haha, you know, all that. It was just the pressure that I was putting on myself to be that because I'm 20 and that's what 20 year olds do when it's like no I don't need to be doing all that just to be a 20 year old making friends is hard and I'm still trying to figure that one out y'all because I'm also just shy okay like I know at the end of the day making friends isn't the hardest thing in the world like it really really isn't but it's the steps to finally making new friends which is the hard part which I talked about in last week's episode in that update how are you willing to take the steps to become the person you want to be are you willing to take those steps and I have to be willing to take these steps because I want to be a person that can like go out and make friends again because I I used to be so (laughs) no I don't want to say so good but girl I was good at that I was good at just like talking to people at one point in my life and that quality kind of faded and I want to reignite it again and just have it flow because I love when I am that way. I love when I can just talk to anyone. Oh, wow. Anyways, that has been this week's update. Let's create community on Instagram at It's Time Y'all Podcast. And if you want a visual, I'm also on YouTube at youtube.com slash it's time y'all. Follow, subscribe, rate, review, give me feedback on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Give it to me straight. Tell me what you think. And if you have any topic recommendations, direct message me on Instagram. I would love that. I appreciate you. Thanks for living with me right here, right now. And I will be back with a new episode next week. Have an amazing, amazing week, y'all. (laughs) Y'all. Have an amazing week, y'all.